time of the day it is you're listening to the program welcome to philadelphia eagles talk with jeff hello how's it going everybody welcome to the program philadelphia eagles talk with jeff back at you as a lot of news has come and gone since uh, my podcast about five or so days ago um each day i was almost like can i should i do a show tonight should i do it tonight and uh, just never thought there was enough news to really fill a whole podcast. So rather than come on and do like a 15-minute podcast, make that bunch it all together, but not let too much news go by or too much time go by. None of the moves have been earth-shattering, with the exception of really, of really only one, and that is that C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, decided that he was not going to come back to the Eagles this year, which ultimately does suck. Um, you know, that's tough news. That's not really what I was expecting. I thought that the Eagles would do uh, anything possible to make sure that they held on to him, 25-year-old safety, who was really an impact player in defense last year. But, you know, there's some interesting things that happened. The Eagles did offer him a pretty good contract, you know, a three-year deal uh, at the onset of free agency. Gardner Johnson thought there was more money out there to be had, turned it down, and found out later after the Eagles had moved on and brought in or brought back Bradbury and re-signed and renegotiated with Slay. Then apparently the Eagles didn't have enough room at that point, and they had moved on from CJ after giving him an aggressive, what they thought was a market value um, offer, which the Eagles were correct. So you really cannot blame Howie or the Eagles for not offering a fair market contract, which, again, CJ turned it down, thinking he was worth more. He ended up signing with the Detroit Lions just a one-year sort of prove-it deal because the money was not out there this year. Took less money than the Eagles were offering him uh, on an annual basis. And, um, you know, it's still possible, I guess, that he could come back next year or the year after. I guess, well, next year, because he's got a one-year deal with Detroit. Is it possible Eagles make a pitch for him next year if he when he becomes free agent? I don't know. There's been a lot of, you know, he's very active on Twitter, and, you know, he's been saying some some things, um, which could be attributed negatively towards the Eagles organization and the Eagles fans. He's kind of getting into it with them and over Twitter and deleting messages and stuff. So it's getting kind of messy now. And I don't, you know, it's unfortunate because CJ was a guy. You remember, remember last year when I said that I expected um, the linebacker there uh, that we picked up from the Chargers. We had a pretty good year. He, we ended up losing him too. Why the heck can't I remember his freaking name? Uh, we'll get back to him because I'm gonna. I know his name will come back to me. But uh, I was expecting um, – what I didn't expect out of CJ, I guess, because I didn't really know much of a player, but the energy that he brought to the team. Um, he 
he really did bring like a Brian Dawkins type energy to the secondary. Again, not comparing him to Dawkins by any means. Uh, I only bring up Dawkins because we're probably never going to have a comparable player on the Eagles. I just, in terms of how great he was, but you do miss the energy that Dawkins brought to the defense. And that's kind of what I was, what I'm getting at here. Um, Certainly he's not nearly the player that Brian Dawkins was, but he gave you that juice, you know, that you like, especially in defense. And uh, that's, that's no longer going to be, that's, that's the biggest part that I'm going to probably miss. Other than the guy was a very good player. I mean, let's face it. He was a ball hawk that led the NFL in interceptions and he missed six games. So, or five games, um, but uh, productive player. And it's unfortunate that it didn't work out. You know, that's, that's tough. And that would have been, that really would have made this off season about as good as you could possibly have made it based on the fact of the, um, of how strapped the Eagles were against the cap and how we knew we were going to lose guys like Hargrave and some really good players, you know, uh, Johnson left. Um, I mean, Edwards rather, um, you know, losing him at linebacker as well. You know, we lost some, some big time impact players, no question. So, you know, that made it difficult, you know, and, but if they were able to bring back CJ, that would have been to me a very successful off season a free agency period, I should say, you know, based on what the Eagles were facing, which was, you know, extremely difficult. Um, you know, period that they had coming up. Because you're white, by the way, was the guy that I was trying to think of. Because you're white. He was the guy that I said I was expecting to bring in like a Brian Dawkins type attitude. And he really didn't. So I was kind of wrong about that. I thought that I'd get more out of him. Not that he didn't play bad. I thought White was a pretty decent player, and we got a, a pretty good deal um, while he was here. But he didn't bring that energy that I was expecting. And then CJ was the guy who did um, on the defense. So, all right. So that's – I don't want to spend a lot of time on CJ. We got to kind of move on, you know. He's no longer an Eagle. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about guys who are no longer Eagles. You know, it's just – this is the Philadelphia Eagles talk with Jeff. So uh, once they're no longer an Eagle, I'm not going to spend a heck of a lot more time on it. You know, he was, and plus he was only an Eagle for one year. So it's not like this guy was a career Eagle and we drafted him and all that kind of thing. I'm not going to, just not going to spend a lot of time on it. We just got to pick up the pieces and move on. And it sucks that we lost him. Uh, wish him well in Detroit. And uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a reunion after next year. You never know. He's only going to sign a one year deal. He's going to be back out there. Of course, he's going to be looking for big money because. Again, he thinks that there's a huge pool of money out there for his position. That definitely was not the case this year. Maybe it could be the case next year. Maybe, you know, he's betting on himself, and and uh, maybe there'll be a bigger pool for safeties next year. You never know. It could de- very well happen. All right, the other kind of big news to me that has happened since the last podcast, by the way, before I get into it, a couple different things. I just want to give you a quick update on the podcast itself. First of all, thank you for listening. Uh, that's always the most important. Uh, if it wasn't for you, the audience, I wouldn't be doing this. And that's that's the truth. That's just a fact. That's truth. So thank you for, for listening and, and being there for me. Uh, and, and hopefully you get a lot out of this broadcast because I, I do put a lot of into it. I want to make sure to give you the most up-to-date and, uh, uh, information that I can um, for you. And, and I hope that this uh, program is entertaining enough for you to continue to click that button and join us on Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff every time you see that a new podcast has dropped. Um, remember that you can email the program at petwg at gmail.com, petwg at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, uh, any feedback, whatever. 
But as you're doing that, please make sure you take one second. That's all it takes to give a quick five-star review or follow the program, share all the kind of good stuff as we continue to ramp it up and, uh, and spread, spread this program to, uh, to a bigger audience out there. Really would appreciate that. It does help out the program. So thank you in advance for that. Okay. So I have um, recently, because I've been up against, you know, well, you don't know, but you, I've been up against the point where I only got so much storage to save these podcasts um, for the platform that I um, that I use and pay for to get this get this program out to you. And I have decided to upgrade, so I have unlimited storage now. So, what does that mean? Well, it means that I will no longer have to delete past programs because I'm basically up to about a year out. I've had to delete uh, probably about 20 or so episodes, and most of them are very early on. Um, but I no longer, won't, no longer will have to do that. So I have unlimited storage now um, going forward. So obviously it costs more to do that, which is why I'm pushing for you to take an extra moment. If you could, please uh, just hit the subscribe button, follow and share so that you can uh, help me uh, get this program out there. Um, because uh, I really, really rely more on word of mouth or you guys doing that on your own versus really putting much into marketing and promoting the show. That being said, I'm also working with some sponsors to see if I can get some um, some funding to kind of help with some of the costs for the program. And uh, so kind of working on that. Don't be surprised if going forward there might be a, an ad and I'll keep them short. They're not going to be, you know, I don't want to spend uh, when you guys click on this hearing a bunch of advertisements. Um, that's not the point. But I do think if I can get one or so, uh, one or two to sponsor each episode, that'd be fantastic. So kind of working on that behind the scenes. And I'm not going to spend a heck of a lot more time on that uh, either. Um, but just kind of want to give you an update on the show for those of you who've been with me for a long time. Uh, thank you. And for those of you who are brand new, welcome and thank you. All right, back to the Eagles. So one of the uh, moves that the Eagles made that I'm, I'm very excited about, um, well, I shouldn't say very, but pretty close because I do think it's a good move, and that is bringing in Greedy Williams, the cornerback from the Browns. They signed him to a one-year deal, kind of a prove-it deal for him. And the, the biggest thing it does is give us depth because outside of McPherson, at the cornerback spot, we have no depth. And we don't even know if he's depth. I mean, I like McPherson, but he let's face it, he hasn't played much. Um, when he has played, I thought he's played pretty well. But they haven't had any proven depth at cornerbacks. So we got lucky last year. We have two cornerbacks now that are in their early, early 30s in, you know, in Bradbury and Slay. Both of them, thankfully, stayed healthy last year and didn't miss any games. But for the to ask them to both in their 30s to go through another season being 100% healthy. I mean, not to say it can't be done, but odds are they're going to be a miss a game here or there, and you'd like to be able to plug a guy like Greedy Williams in there when you can. And outside of that, he's a good third corner. So Greedy Williams, a guy out of LSU, he was a second-round draft pick of the Browns. He's been productive when he's played. He's been banged up a little bit at times, and I guess the Browns thought he was a little bit of a disappointment. Obviously, he'd make him available. And the Eagles, um, you know, got him in a uh, – got him in a – I think it was a trade. Did they, did they trade or did they sign him? I forget off the top of my head. Um, let me see if I can look that up really quick. I'm not sure if they traded for him or if that was a um, – it was actually – it was a free agent move. Okay. Yep. So – and just a little bit on Greedy Williams, he's started 20 games 
in his first two seasons, um, but he was playing behind Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward over there. So the Eagles, you know, taking a shot at him, and they, you know, got him at a cheap, cheap cost. So, um, so I like the move. I like the move. Greedy Williams out of LSU. Um, Want to talk about that? A couple other moves that the Eagles made. They brought in a linebacker in Nicholas Morrow. Uh, Morrow is a former Bear. He started for the Bears. Now, the Bears, obviously, as we know, because they, they snagged one of our defensive uh, our, our linebackers, and that would be T.J. Edwards going there, first day of free agency. So the Eagles lost both of their starting linebackers and one of them to the Bears, and Morrow was one of the Bears' starting linebackers last year. And, uh, you know, he's been bounced because they brought in two uh, linebackers at the Bears. Um. So Edmonds, I believe, from uh, from Buffalo Bills, and obviously Edwards from the Eagles. You know, are now the Bears linebackers. So, but Morrow had 115 as a career high tackles last year, 11 for a loss. So he's originally started with the uh, Raiders, missed the 2021 season with an ankle injury. So you know, I mean, he's not probably not a, a spectacular player. He's not a you know headline player or signing, but he seems to be a pretty decent. Um, pretty decent tackler. I mean, anytime you get over hundred tackles, that's pretty good production and 11 of them for a loss. So he, you know, he's proved that he can jump on the ball and, and make those type of plays well. So, I mean, I, I don't, I think it's a pretty decent signing. Um, obviously I've never seen this guy play or don't recall seeing him play um, much. So maybe I'll dive into that a little bit and obviously keep a close eye on him during training camp, but either way, it's a low risk, you know, potential high reward signing. Same thing with the Eagles as safety. Obviously, when they're not being able to bring in C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you have a huge gaping hole at safety because they lost Epps as well. So you got Reed Blankenship. Looked impressive last year in a few games that he played, but can you really depend on this guy for a full season? I think at this point we're going to have to. And I like what I've seen for Reed, so I'm not trying to you know downplay him at all. And Hopefully he is a, a find at safety. And uh, I do like what I've seen from Reed Blankenship, but he's never been a full-time starter, so there's still an uncertainty there. And then there's a huge hole for the backup safety role. Or I'm not I'm sorry, for the other safety starting safety role. So they brought in Justin Evans, the safety from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and the uh, former Buccaneer and safety of the New Orleans Saints. So they do bring in a little bit of depth and, you know, he's been injured. You don't want to talk about his talk about a guy who's been injured. He's had major injuries in his entire career. Hardly has even played. Um, he tore his Achilles in 2019. So he spent most of 2020 season on the, uh, you know, physically unable to perform list. Then he was out of football in 2021 and he returned last year with the saints, uh, where he registered 29 tackles and a couple passes defended. Um, his rookie year in Tampa was his best year. He had three interceptions and six passes defended. So um, if he can return to form, he's obviously still young, but he's had some major injuries. But if he can stay healthy, you know, the Eagles might be able to, to snag somebody, um, you know, could really help us back there. So that'll be interesting. And I think that's, a, you know, how he finds these gems and takes some risks, certainly. They're not all going to work out. Last year, almost everything that Howie touched turned to gold. Can't expect that and every you know going forward on everybody that he brings in here. So, um, but let's hope let's hope the um, momentum continues because Howie's really 
been hitting on all strides here recently. Um, the other hot rumor that's out there, there's a couple of them that I want to address. One of them I'm getting into Eagle fans with. I'm getting into fights, just verbal, you know, all cool fights, not like obviously physical altercations or anything like that. Just kind of, you know, back and forth. Some of them are pretty prominent Eagle fans uh, for anyone that's on YouTube. Um, you could maybe, you know, figure out what I'm talking about. But there's a couple of uh, well-known Eagle fans out there that are really tooting the horn for uh, Robinson, the running back, and Eagles drafted him as high as 10. And I keep telling them that's not going to happen. The Eagles are not drafting a running back at 10, especially. And I highly doubt in the first round. Um, now, maybe they could trade out in the first round and, and go into the early second round if he happens to still be there, which I don't think he would be because I do think that guy's probably going to be a, a mid to late thir- first round pick, probably a late first round pick would be my guess. Uh, maybe he could be as high as the mid rounds. I'm not sure, but the Eagles are not going to draft a running back with the 10th pick. It's just not happening. It's just not happening. There's too many needs in this team uh, outside of running back. And the fact that they have brought in Rashad Penny already to go with uh, Gainwell and Scott already tells you they're not. there's no interest in them drafting um, a running back in the first round. Now, Robinson was in town, I think, which is part of one of the reasons why there's so much buzz going around. He was in Philadelphia this week, you know, as the Eagles are going through their pre-draft um, – rookie meetings when they can, I think they can have up to 30 players to bring in for discussions. And he was here. He was in, he was committed that he was in Philadelphia um, to talk to the Eagles. Now, look, I'm sure the Eagles have an interest in him, but not at 10. <laughs> They're just doing their due diligence. And part of this could be just a facade just to get teams to think the Eagles might take him at 10. So the Eagles have more leverage and maybe to trade out of 10, get as many picks as Howie loves to get and move back a few slots and then grab the guy that they really want. So there's a lot of these type of uh, dynamics and charades at play that people need to understand. I would be shocked and I'll retract all my statements if the Eagles end up taking him at 10. I don't think I'm going to worry about that. I'm not worried about that. But if it were to happen and I need to come on here and say uh, I was wrong, I'll be glad to do that. But first of all, rarely am I ever wrong. Although, obviously, I'm not perfect either, but I have a pretty good pulse of this team. Um, and uh, But if it happens, I'll be happy. I mean, I do think it'd be nice to see the Eagles bring in a stud running back. Um well, I shouldn't say I'd be happy. I won't. I don't. I actually don't want them taking any running back at ten either. I think that's. I think that's dumb in today's day and age, where you can get good running backs late, and you can even pick up free agents that are pretty productive players. So, I don't think it'll be a smart move. But if they do draft him, you know, move back and then draft him after they pick up some picks, or if they use the second first round pick, or you know, on him, that would be more. Um, I think to me, it's more likely. And I still don't even like you to use the word likely because it's a little misleading. I don't think it's likely that they're going to draft him at all. But the second scenario is more likely than the first. Uh, the Eagles taking him at 10 is just its practically an impossibility. Um, the Eagles have too many needs, mostly on defense. I can see them drafting a D-line, a cornerback, 
because um, we definitely got to groom some new cornerback. We haven't drafted a high cornerback since Lito Shepard. And there's a couple good ones. I like Witherspoon a lot. I know I talked about him. Um, that guy, I think could, he could even convert him to safety uh, the way that he plays potentially. So I think Witherspoon would be the guy that I'd be eyeballing at 10 or, you know, the, with that first pick, whether it's, you know, they move back a little bit. Um, so we'll see. And again, we're going to talk a lot more about the draft going forward as we head into April. But, um, you know, I don't think they're going to take uh, John Robinson uh, that early. Just I just don't see it at all. So I get into it a little bit, going back and forth with uh, some of the Eagle fans out there that are basically, you know, calling it a lock practically that they're going to take him at 10. And I'm like, just because they had him in here doesn't mean – it really doesn't mean much at all. It means that there's they have an interest. How much of an interest, that we won't be able to know, you know. It could be just to use, like I said, as a facade just to make them think other teams uh, believe that they have an interest and uh, could potentially take them at 10. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure, unless the guy's the next Barry Sanders, why you would even consider taking any running back at 10 um, in today's NFL. You know, it's just, to me, it's just kind of stupid, really. And I'm not taking, trying to take any away from the kid. I think he's very talented. But so it's got nothing to do with him. It has more to do with the position. So, all right. Um, now, the other hot rumor that's circulating out there today, today being March 23rd, is you're hearing that Zeke Elliott, who was released by the Cowboys, is limited, or apparently he's limited down his teams that he potentially would play for this year to the Eagles jets. And, and I think there's, there's another third team and I feel who it is. Basically he has dwindled his decision down to three teams. And I'm thinking to myself, why the heck would the Eagles ever bring in Zeke Elliott? I mean, this to me just seems like he could want to play for the Eagles, but I mean, do the Eagles want this guy? I don't, to me, the, the, the Zeke Elliott that I've seen in the last couple of years he is not the same player, clearly. Cowboys obviously don't think he's the same player, which is why they cut him. Um, how much is he going to give us, and when would the Eagles ever use him? You know, And would he really be better than what they have now? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't see – here's the other thing. If there is any interest in Zeke by the Eagles, then again, that tells you they have zero interest in Robinson. In, in terms of drafting him. So, you know, any, and I haven't seen, I've been on the boards at all, other videos to, to see whether or not, um, you know, these same Eagles fans that are saying they're going to draft Robinson uh, also want Zeke. Cause to me, that'd be like, really? I, I mean, it's already, I'm already debating uh, the fact that you want to, that you think you're going to draft Robinson. Now you want me to believe that they would actually bring in Zeke and still draft Robinson. I mean, if you still believe that, then then really you gotta you gotta check yourself. I mean, because now you're getting into the uh, borderline crazy, you know. So that's not uh, that doesn't even seem plausible um, if they were to bring in Zeke. Now, I don't personally see at all Zeke Elliott ever signing with the Eagles. Uh, never gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, 
So uh, I'm not putting much credence into that as well. And it's another position that I'm going to take where if I end up being wrong, I'll come on here and I'll, uh, I'll eat some crow. But I don't see that happening either. So to me, it's just much ado about nothing. I mean, Zeke can say all he wants, that he wants to play for the Eagles. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention that uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers signed Salamalo. So uh, we wish Isaac well. I mean, he was a guy who played really well on our line. I think he was underrated in terms of Eagle fans because they have, you know, Kelsey and Johnson and Mylotta you know, Dickerson, they get all the praise and he's kind of like the uh, forgotten soldier there on the line. But, you know, he is a really good player. And I think the Steelers, um, that's a great signing for them who need to protect their young quarterback. And uh, that's a really good move by the Steelers. So and we wish Salamala well. He doesn't go too far. He stays in the same state. So good luck to him. The Eagles will have to plug in somebody now at the guard position. Um you know, we'll see how that all pans out. They have a couple options there, certainly. Jurgens, um, you know, could could probably play there for a year until Kelsey does retire. Uh, so I think the Eagles will be okay at the guard position. But, you know, nevertheless, it still takes some continuity out of the line. It takes some depth out of the line. Um, so losing players of that caliber always does take a, take a hit. But that's one that I think the Eagles will be able to absorb. Uh, hopefully pretty uh, pretty seamlessly. Um, you know, hopefully that's the case anyway. There is some other rumors out there that uh, Devontae David, Devontae David there, the linebacker of the uh, Buccaneers, is um, talking about wanting to be traded to the Eagles. I haven't read a lot into that. I heard a couple blurbs about it. Um, but that guy's a hell of a player. So, I mean, if there's any truth to that, and Eagles can make a trade to bring him in here, uh, I would consider it for sure because uh, the Eagles do need, you know, some linebacker depth. But, again, the Eagles don't put a lot of credence into linebackers. So, unless that guy – I don't know how much money he's making. My guess would be he's, he's one of the higher-end linebackers. Uh, but if he is on like the end of one of his rookie deals and Eagles get him, bring him in here for a year and then let him go next year, uh, that would be something to consider. I don't know. I'll have to dig into that a little bit more. I don't, uh, I don't really have the particulars on, on David other than just the rumors that I started hearing today, uh, about him, um, you know, having interest in becoming an Eagle. And, you know, there's a lot of these type of talks and chatter that happens throughout the league at this time of the year. Um, you know, it's something that's almost commonplace. So you got to, you know, got to understand that and recognize that and not, and not just be so quick to, to just jump on, yeah, jump on. Oops, sorry about that. I'm just trying to see if I could find, hang on one second, I'm trying to see if I could find um, the blurb on that here. Uh, so while I'm doing that, let me once again just plug the um, website where you can uh, actually, let me just say this. I'm, I'm just kind of going through it. And per John Clark, who's an Eagles inside reporter, uh, he is reporting, this is as of about an hour ago, that the Eagles have not engaged in conversations with Zeke Elliott about joining the team. And they're happy with the running backs they have. This is exactly what I just said. So, again, like I said, I just read that now, but I just gave you my take. And there's proof. I just said this, what, 10 minutes ago? And what I thought? That was probably just Zeke wanting to be here and the Eagles having no interest. Well, 
It's now been confirmed. So I just confirmed it live by a guy who is on the inside. So, like I said, that's great that Zeke wants to play here, but uh, sorry, Zeke. Go take a hike. Go take a hike. Try, I was trying to see if I could uh, jump on uh, the David story because there did seem to be some legs to that. Um, I don't know about the from the Eagle side again. Um, let's see. I'm not sure if anybody will find it. But anyway, let me plug the website again. Uh, P-E-T-W-G at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Give me a holler. Um, let me know what you think of the offseason so far. Uh, all right. Well, now, of course, I'm not finding anything on the uh, on David. By the way, congratulations to Jason Kelsey's wife, who had um, a child shortly after the Super Bowl. And, of course, um, Kelsey is coming back for another season, so that's exciting. He has become legendary status now in Philadelphia, as we know. Uh, it looks like I might not be able to. I'm just trying to do a quick scan here to give you something, but maybe I'll just bring that if there's anything, especially if there's anything more to that story uh, with our next podcast. Uh, because it's now not really finding anything on David. So maybe it's just, uh, you know, people sometimes are just looking for stories. And who knows if, if that even is even true. Um, I do know that I did run across a couple of uh, various articles during the course of the day saying that the David linebacker there for the Buccaneers was interested in coming to the Eagles. But I don't know how that would happen other than being to trade. And if he's expensive, I don't know what kind of agreements he's on. And then the Eagles are not going to make that deal. Because, again, as we know, the Eagles do not pay the linebacker position. I mean, if that isn't clear to everybody by now, then you just haven't been paying attention. I mean, it's just it's blatantly obvious. Um, so the only way I could see that potentially happening is if David is on, like, the last year of his rookie deal, hasn't been able to make any headway with the Buccaneers, and he wants to play out his last year uh, with a contender like the Eagles, then I could see that before he leaves the following year. Um, you know, that type of scenario I could potentially see. And then at that point, I don't think Eagles would give up a heck of a lot for him. So, but again, I, because I can't even find anything now on him, I'm going to just save that for the next episode if there's anything uh, more uh, to give credibility to that story. Because right now, it could be just uh, much ado about nothing. All right. So that being said, um, we're half hour in. I think we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Uh, and like I said, we got some uh, pretty cool things happening in terms of the podcast. So if there's ever a time for you to make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this program, it is now because we've got a lot of cool things coming down the road. We're going to have some guests on, too, before the draft to give their uh, insights on on the draft itself and give their takes, some hot takes as we get closer to the draft and all those type of things. So make sure you, you tune in for that and uh, a whole lot more as we move forward here on Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Until then, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Go Philadelphia Eagles. The offseason is well underway. Free agency is midway through. The Eagles will probably make a couple more signings between now and the draft. And then it's going to be all draft all day. 
until the end of April. And then we'll get a better idea as far as what this team's going to look like for this coming year. But until then, thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next time. Fly, Eagles, fly.